Start today in the Mishnah on Daf Tzadikei Ahmed Aleph. Zok the Mishnah. Ma ben Pesach Harishain l'Sheni. What is the distinction in the halachas of the Pesach Rishain and the Pesach Sheni? So Harishain also be byira byimatzah. In the first Pesach, now that I have any chametz found in your house, v'Sheni chametz and matzah imay babayis. In the carbon Pesach Sheni, you can have chametz and matzah together in your house while you're eating the Pesach Sheni. However, when it says here in the Mishnah, Chometz and Matzah Yimoy Babayis, so it only means that you can have it in your house, but you can't eat Chometz together with your Pesach Sheni. The Mishnah is Medayik Babayis. The Rebbe is Medayik, this in a Ha'ara of Asicha. So even, even by Pesach Sheni, you can't eat together Mamish Chometz and Matzah. Harishain Ton Halal Bachilose. The carbon Pesach Harishain, you have to say Halal when you eat the Pesach. Vasheni Ainaton Halal Bachilose. In the Pesach Sheni, there's no halal when you eat the uh, carbon Pesach. So this is uh, the, the halal that we say even now also, the night, the first night of Pesach, you say halal. So the, the halal has to be said when you eat the carbon Pesach, but not by the Pesach Sheni. And Zevezeh, Ton, Halal, Basiyosan. Both of them, the Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, you do say halal when you shech the carbon, as we had before the Mishnah, that they used to say halal at the time when they were bringing the carbon. And v'nechol tzli, both v'nechol and tzli, both of them have to be eaten roasted, and also al matzah merayim, both of them are eaten together with matzah marer, and v'doichen as shabbos, and both of them are also doichen shabbos. So for most halachas, the pesach rishon and pesach sheni are the same. The main chiluk between them is benegayah to the iser of chametz. So there's a famous pshat that it says, that Rebbe speaks about many times, that Samach Tzedek speaks about it, when you get to the difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, Pesach Rishon, when Yidin ran out of Mitzrayim, Kibarach Ha'om, and the Klippa was Bez Gabrus, so they have to, you can't have Chomets there, because the Chomets refers to the Kayach of Klippa. Mashenk in Pesach Sheni, when you come to Chodesh Ir, and Yidin are on a higher level, they're counting Svirus Ha'emer, and preparing for Matan Teireh, so over here, a month later, you can have the Chomets in your house already. Then when it comes to Shavuos, then the Chomets is not only with you in the house, then the Chomets actually becomes part of the Shtei Alechem, which is a carbon which is already being brought in the Beis HaMikdash. So there's different stages coming from Pesach to Pesach Sheni until Shavuos. Tana Rabbanon, we learned in Abraise, the source of the Alochas that it says in the Mishnah. So when it, but it says by Pesach Sheni, K'chol chukas ha-Pesach yasu oisai. Pesach Sheni should be brought like all the Halachas of the Pesach Rishen. So when it says Yasa Oisai, b'mitzvah shebegufai hakasav medaber, because it says Oisai, it refers to the actual carbon pesach itself. So the halachas that pertain to the carbon pesach itself, on that the pasuk is saying that the halachas of pesach sheni are the same as the pesach rishon. Mitzvah she'al gufay menayin, a mitzvah that's not in the actual carbon itself, but together with the carbon, what you eat together with it. How do I know that that's the same by pesach sheni like pesach rishon? Mitzvah, so it says by Pesach Sheni that you should eat matzah and mara, which is al together with the carbon Pesach, like the Pesach Rishin. Yochel, I would think, that the comparison of Pesach Rishin and Pesach Sheni is not only in the mitzvahs of the Pesach itself, and not only the chametz, sorry, the matzah and mara that you eat together with the Pesach, but it includes other mitzvahs that are not related to the Pesach itself. Talmud Loimar, so the Pasik there also says, Ve'etzem lo yishpurubai. Before it says, Kachol Kukasa Pesach Yasu, 
It says there, So the Torah spells out this detail of don't break a bone. So what do I see from this? Just like the, the, the Isser of breaking a bone from the carbon Pesach is a mitzvah in the body of the carbon itself. So too the comparison of the Pesach Shenit to the Pesach Rishain is only in a mitzvah Shebegufay. Rashi explains that the way the Pasuk writes this over here is what we usually call Prat Uklal. In the Pasuk at first it writes a Prat, it compares Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon in one detail regarding this Aveda of not breaking the bone. And then it writes a Klal, Kechol Chukas HaPesach Yasu Aisei. Usually when you have a Prat and a Klal, the Klal comes to add to the Prat more than what the Prat itself says. That's why the Torah is adding a klal afterwards. But over here, the Gemara is soon going to explain that it's not, not only one Prat. If you look in the Psukim there, it's quoted here on the side of the Gemara, Pasuk Aleph and Pasuk Beis, the Torah actually writes three details. It writes, Then it writes, which is the Isra of Neisar. Then it writes, And then, so first the Torah spells out three different details that we compare Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishain, and then it says the Klal of Kechol Chukas HaPesach Yasu, I say. So this is not a regular Prat Klal, that I would be marbe more, as the Gemara will soon explain. So, but, but what you do see from here, what the Brais is saying right now is that I do see from here that even if the Klal is marbe more, but it's only marbe to what's similar to what it says, which is those things that are in Begufay. Not things that are not related to the, to the carbon Pesach itself, like, like chametz and having chametz in your house during the, when you bring the carbon. Isi ben Yehuda says, I don't need this whole arichas here. He goes back to the original Pesach that the Braisa brought right in the beginning. Yasu oisoi, since the Pesach says, Kachal chukas ha-Pesach yasu oisoi, b'mitzah shebegufa kasev medaber, oisoi refers to it to the body of the carbon Pesach itself, and from that itself I already know that only the things that are pertain to the body of the carbon itself are compared to Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Omamar. Now let's more analyze what the Braise here said. Yachoyl, I would think, af mitzvah shaloyal gufay, that even regarding those halachas that are not related to the carbon Pesach itself, that I would compare Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon. So the Gemara asks, why would I think that? But ha'omrit b'mitzvah shebegufay akasam medaber. The Brisa starts off saying that it says kechol chukas ha'pesach yasa. You say only including mitzvah shebegufay. So why does the Brisa then say that I would think that maybe it also includes mitzvahs that are not related directly to the carbon? So the explanation is as follows: Hachi ka'oma. This is what the Brisa is saying. Hashta the omrit. Now that you've said that since the Pasuk says, Al-Matzis Yechluhu, so the Pasuk is comparing Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon even for this. So Alma, what do I, what do I see from this? That Yasu Oisoi loved Afke. When the Pasuk compares and says, Oisoi, only the body of the carbon Pesach itself, it's not Afke, it's not precise. Because here I see that even Matzah and Marit is also compared. So if so, Eime, maybe I should say, Havalei Keprato Klal, that what it says here in the Pasuk is like usually when you have a Prata Klal, what happens when you have a Prata Klal? Venasa Klal, Maisif ala Prat. Usually the, the way we darshan a Prata Klal is that the Klal comes to add more than what it says on the, on the Prat before. So over here as well I should say, that when it says, it's coming to add even more than what it said before. So here, maybe when the Torah is coming to say it's actually coming to add and say not only the details mentioned before, which is the not only those details, but even more. 
I should say maybe that it comes to say that we compare it for everything, even uh, something which is not a mitzvah shebegufay. Kamash therefore the Tana is saying that the Pasuk wrote ve'etzem lo and as I pointed out before, this is different than a regular prat klal. Usually you have one prat and one klal. Then I say that the klal comes to add to a prat. But here the Torah writes three pratim, and then it writes a klal. In, in, in such a case, the klal does come to add, but as the Gemara is going to explain right now soon, we'll see, the klal only will come to add something which is similar to each one of these three protim over here, but not something that's not similar to them. Gemara will now bring another b'raise and a discussion which will spell out exactly how this klal of prat, uh, this prat klal that is works different than the other uh, prat klal. But before that, the Gemara will first explain how Isi ben Yehuda darshans this pasuk. Isi ben Yehuda... Hi etzem my According to Yisib ben Yehuda, when the Torah here writes again, etzem lo boy, why did the Torah have to write this again? It wasn't necessary. According to Yisib ben Yehuda, you just learn out from Kuchol Chukas Pesach Yasu Oisai to tell you that only mitzvah shebegufai we compare Pesach Shein to the Pesach Rishon. He didn't hold that you need the pasuk b'chal of etzem lo boy here. So what is he dashing from that pasuk? So mibayale, he needs it for something that we already had before. Le'echad etzem sheyesh b'mayach, that the issa to break a bone is whether there's marrow inside. Ve'echad etzem sheyem b'mayach, or whether there's no marrow inside. So it's in other words, we're really learning out from here a halacha that is also negaya to the Pesach Rishon. If the Torah would only write once, I would say it only refers to bones that have no marrow. So the Torah writes it a second time to say that it includes even bones that do have marrow inside. That's what you learn from there. When the Torah writes Yasu Aisai, what are they learning out from these words Yasu Aisai? If according to the Rabbanon, we're learning out from Etzem Yishpurabai, that we compare it only regarding a mitzvah Shubagufai, so what do we learn out from Yasu Aisai? So what they learn out from this is You don't shech the carbon Pesach for a single person that was left behind that did not bring the Pesach Rishen. It says Yasu, a plural term. So we know that we don't shech the carbon Pesach for a yachid. And then the Gemara says a very interesting thing. The Kamed the Efshela Duri Mahadrinon. As much as possible, we try to see to it there should be a second person, at least two people, that are bringing a carbon Pesach Sheni. And Rashi says what that means is if you see that there's only one person that's Tommy by the Pesach Rishain, so you, you metame another person with a Sheretz, in order that there should be two people to make a Pesach Sheni. Otherwise, you can't make a Pesach Sheni for this person. That's Rashi's prat there. Other Mepharshim ask on Rashi and say, how could you do such a thing? Who's going to be interested in becoming Tomei and not bring the Pesach Rishon and wait until the Pesach Sheni? So, so, but that's Rashi's prat. That Kamel Efshila Aduri means then, by the Pesach Rishon, you make someone Tomei. But other Mepharshim say that the Pshat and the Gemara is not then. Later, when it comes to the Pesach Sheni, you try as much as possible to find a Yid, somebody that did not bring the Pesach Rishon, and he may have not been there, and not known, or whatever it is, and he wasn't planning on bringing the Pesach Sheni, you have to try to find that there should be at least two people to bring the Pesach Sheni. That's why it says, Yasu Loshen Rabbim. Okay, now we go back to explaining exactly how the Droshes of this Pesach over here works when it says, a Prat and Klau. So that I would think, just like by the Pesach Rishon, now that I have any comments in your house, so the Pesach says, that only matzah and you have to eat it with matzah and meroidim, but it doesn't include the Isra of having chametz. The will soon explain exactly how we learn everything out. Ve'en liyela mitzvah saseh. 
So I see over here that we compare Pesach Shaini to Pesach Rishain regarding a mitzvah saseh. Mitzvah loisasa minayin. How do I see that I also compare them regarding a loisasa? Talmud Laima, so there's another detail the Pasuk says that I compare them. The Isra of Noisra, not to leave over to the next morning. So that's a lav. And I compare them regarding this lav as well. This lav is a unique kind of a lav. It's a lav which has an assay that follows that if you do leave over to the morning, you have to burn it. So this is a mitzvah loisasa, shenitik lasay. But how do I know mitzvah loisasa gomor minayin, a full mitzvah loisasa, where there's no essay that follows and you will get malchus for it? How do I know that I compare the Pesach Sheni for such a kind of loisasa as well? Talmud Leimah, the Pesach says a third detail, that I compare Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon for the love of not breaking the bone. So now ma prat, just like in the three details that are mentioned here in the Pesach. So mefurish, the Pesach spells out three things, mitzvah sasei, loisasa shenitik lasei, and Loisa Segomer, these three categories. Of course, so too, when I compare the Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon, Mitzvah Sasei, Veloisa Sashenitik Lasei, Veloisa Segomer. I'm comparing them regarding these three details that the Pasuk spells out. That's till here's what it says in the Braisa. But now the Gemara will explain what the Braisa really means, because as I said before, the Pasuk here then writes, Gechol Chukas Pesach Yasu Oisai. So after it compares Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon in, th- in these three details, it then writes a klal, that it's compared Kachol Chukas Pesach. So why is the Tater writing that klal? So the Gemara is basically going to explain the way this works is, there's going to be for each one of these three details that we just mentioned, something that we're going to be marbe, and that's why the Tater is writing the klal, but something that we're also going to be mamayit. We're going to be including something, and we're going to be excluding something. And that's why it's written both a prat and a klal, for the riboy and for the miyat. As the Gemara will explain each one of these details. So now, let's start with the first one. When the Torah writes on matzah samaraydim, that you compare the Pesach Shene to the Pesach Rishon for this, my kamarbi, what is it that this comes to include? What are we marba? Because when the Torah asks, pesach, it's saying that you have to add something to this mitzvah say. So what are we adding? I'm adding tzli eish. That you also have to do the mitzvah sasei of roasting it in fire. The prote maimemayit, but the fact that the Torah is writing the prat of matzisum meroidim, so it's coming to exclude something. What are we excluding? Mametlei hashbasa seoir. Amemayit, the mitzvah sasei, to burn your chametz before Pesach. You don't have to burn your chametz before you bring the Pesach sheni. So because there's a prat and a klal here, I'm marba one mitzvah sasei, and amemayit one mitzvah sasei. Now, Gemara asks, why do I do it in this way? Maybe do it in the reverse, that I should be marba, that you do have to burn your chametz, and you don't have to roast your carbon Pesach. So the answer is, mitzvah de gufei odif. The mitzvah of roasting the carbon Pesach, which is regarding the, the carbon Pesach itself, that makes more sense to be marba, and we exclude the mitzvah of burning your chametz, which is not in the guf of the carbon Pesach itself. And Gemara goes now to the next detail we mentioned. So when the Torah writes the lav of which was the lav and on that the Torah writes a klal. So the klal of that goes on this lav, what does it, it come to add? 
So it's coming to add, Laisaitzi Mimenu. It also is saying that not only the Isra of Naisar applies, but the Isra of not to take out the carbon Pesach from the place where you're eating it also applies. We had before, when you eat the carbon Pesach, you're not supposed to take it out from the place, from the group where you're eating it. So that's the Laisese, Shanitik Lase, that it comes to add. Rashi explains, Laisaitzi Mimenu is also a lava Nitik Lase. If you take your carbon Pesach out of the place, out of the group where you're eating it, so the Asay is that you always have to bring it back there. So this is also a lava that we come to add. What are we excluding? The Titus spells out so it comes to exclude something. What are we excluding? It comes to exclude the lav of which is a lav hanitik lase. Okay? So, um, so this Gemara here, when it says that it's pretty clear, the Gemara is saying that it's a lava nitik lase, it's a chiddish, because nowhere else in Masech de Psachim does it say that Bayerah and Bayamatzah is a lava nitik lase. The Torah writes not to have chametz in your house, and then there in the Pasuk it doesn't clearly write that it's a lava nitik lase. It says tashbisu, you have to burn the chametz. It's a big discussion whether that's considered to be a lava nitik lase, or the lava is separate and the S is separate. The Rambam actually clearly says that for the lava of Bayerah, Bayamatzah, you do get Malkus. And it's not like a regular lava nitik lase that you don't get Malkus. The only thing the Rambam says is, in a usual scenario for Bayerah, Bayamatzah, you won't get Malkus, is because it's not, you're not doing any action. By leaving chametz in your house, there's no maised dance, you don't get Malkus. But someone that buys chametz on Pesach, so he's doing an action to be even the lav, you do get Malkus. So the Rambam is not paskening like this Gemara, where it puts Bayerah, Bayamatzah in the category of a lav, hanitik lase. Okay? As uh, Rashi clearly says in the bottom Rashi of the Amud, Ve'im tashbisu, that Bayra Bayamata is a lav and itiklase. So this is a big machlaikis, different places in Gemara that you see regarding this lav. The Gemara here asks the same question that we asked before. Maybe we should say the reverse. Why are we saying that we include the Issa to take the Pesach out of the place where you're eating it and we exclude Bayra Bayamata? Maybe the reverse. Says the Gemara again, Mitzvah the Gufe Adif. Mitzvah that pertains to the Karm Pesach itself, it makes more sense to include that in the Isser and not by Rabbi by Matzah. Now we go to the last detail that we mentioned. Regarding the fact that the Torah is writing a klal to include something more in what it says, the love of Etzem Yishpurubai. My Kamarba. So what is it that we're being Marba over here? So we're being Marba al Techlu Mimenu No. That you should not eat the carbon Pesach half roasted. It has to be fully, properly roasted. The fact that the Torah expels out comes to exclude something. What do we exclude? This is sort of not to shech the chametz, the carbon pesach when you have chametz with you in your house. So that it excludes. We don't we don't include that in the iser. No, again the Gemara asks maybe we should do the reverse. The answer is mitzvah the gufe adif. We're marb is something which pertains to the carbon pesach itself, and we exclude the isra of having chametz in your house while you're shechting it, which doesn't pertain to the body of the carbon pesach itself. Now we go back to what it said in the Mishnah regarding halal. Harishain tol halal bachilose. Carbon pesach harishain. You say halal when you eat the carbon pesach, but not the pesach sheni. From where do I see that you say halal on the first night of Pesach when you eat the carbon Pesach? The Pasuk says, That lost love when we'll leave Golis. So then you will sing just like you sing when the time when the Yom Tif comes in. When is that? When Pesach comes in, when you eat the carbon Pesach. You sing halal when you, while you eat it. So it says, Lasad Lava, you'll sing the same as on a Yom Tif. 
So from this we see, Laila Hamakudish Lachag, a night when you eat the carbon Pesach, which is a Yamtiv, that's the Pesach Rishain, Ton Halal. Then you have to say halal. Laila Shame Kudish Lachag, a night which is the Pesach Shani. We also eat a carbon Pesach, but it's not sanctified as a Yamtiv, ain't Ton Halal. There is no halal. This is the source for what we do, saying halal by, by, by night, by, by the first night of Pesach. Here's the, there's the famous machlekes regarding this halal that we say the first night of Pesach, whether the minig is to say it in the shul or the minig is to, to say it only at home by the, by the seder. And, and as we say it in the Nusach of Dagada, but not in the shul. The Machaber paskins that you should say it in the shul, but the Ramah paskins that you should only say it with the, in the Haggadah, but not in the shul after davening. Usually, we always uh, follow the minig of the Ramah, that we don't say, we, that we shouldn't say it in the shul. But Papayal, the minig of Chassidim is that we say it in the shul after davening, and we say it again in the, uh, in, in the, in the Seder. There's the famous story with the Alter Rebbe, when the Alter Rebbe was once in a city where they did not say the Halal, Paskin like the Ramah, and Alter Rebbe after davening went and started saying Halal. So one of the Balabatim started screaming at Alter Rebbe, hey, why are you changing the minigir? Screaming at him that we don't paskin like this, we don't do it this way. So the Alter Rebbe answered him and said, and how do you know when the Ramah said that our minig is not to say Halal, he wrote it screaming, we, no one shall say Halal. Maybe he wrote it, Nebuch, we don't have the minig to say Halal in Shul. So therefore you don't have to scream at me. Huh? Um. Is there any seder by the second Karim Pesach? Is there any nusach that is said, or are you just? I don't know. Not that I know of. In other words, there's for sure no mitzvah of sippi yitzis mitzrayim and saying the Haggadah. So, so it's, it's just Karim Pesach and al matzah samaraydim yechlu. That's it. Yeah. And then right after that, you can go and eat chametz. You can't eat chametz mamish together with the Pesach, but right before, right after, you could. But both Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, you say the halal while you're making, you're, you're shechting and doing the zrik and all the avedis of the carbon Pesach. My time, what's the reason? In the previous Pesach we see that the night, that's the time, the halal over there in that time period that we are excluding and saying that you don't say it for the Pesach Sheni. But Yaim Loikamamai, the hal that has to be said by daytime, when you are actually doing the Aveda, the Karm Pesach, that's not excluded. So Rashi brings over here that we learn out, that Rashi says actually that the Nevi'im were Masakim to say the halal while you do the Aveda of the Pesach uh, Rishain, and the same applies to the Pesach Sheni. There's no Pesach to be Mamai that. Vibay Seim, another Pshar is that Efshir Yisrael Shaykhtan as Peschayim. Could it be that you're doing such a great mitzvah like the Karban Pesach and Venoitlin as Lulavayan, or such a great mitzvah like taking the Lulav, Vein Oimrim Halal, and you shouldn't say Halal? So therefore, the mitzvah itself requires the Halal. So it doesn't matter, even Pesach Sheni, you have to say Halal. Venachol and Sali Vachulu, the next thing it said in the Mishnah. The what? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Nachol and Sali, then it said in the Mishnah that the Pesach Sheni is Doiche Shabbos, like the Pesach Rishen. Shabbosin, we see in our Mishnah that the Pesach Sheni is Doiche Shabbos, but Tumalai, we don't find such a thing in the Mishnah that it's Doiche Tumah, like in the, by the Pesach Rishen, where most of Klai Yisrael is Tomei. Masnisen the like Rabbi Yudah, our Mishnah is not following the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. The Tanya and Abraise says as follows: Doiches a Shabbos, Pesach Sheni is Doiches Shabbos, Vein Doiches a Tumah. Does not push off Tumah. Rabbi Yudah ima Av Doiches a Tumah. Pesach Sheni pushes off Tumah as well. My time at the Tanakama. So what's the explanation of their argument? So the Tanakama holds Mipnei Tumah dechisiv. I only pushed off this person to the Pesach Sheni because he was Tumah. 
So yachse v'yase betume. So now you're going to say that he should do the Pesach Sheni betume. The whole point is to give him an opportunity to do it betare. If he's not going to be tarred by the Pesach Sheni, so then he's not. He then he doesn't bring the Pesach Sheni. Rabbi Yehuda says hatayda chazra olav lasayse betare. The tayda wants to give him an opportunity to do the Pesach Sheni while he's tarred, but loizacha. When he comes to the Pesach Sheni and he's not Zeichah and he's still Tomei, let him bring the carbon Pesach Sheni even when he's Tomei. Right, so this seems to be a, like a machlaikus over here, to what degree the vart of Nishtakim Fafalan goes. <laughs> you know, how far do we say that? So Rabbi Yud is saying that even if he's still Tomei by the Pesach Sheni, we still allow him to do it. Tan Rabbanon, in a different b'raisa we learned, Pesach Rishen Deiches HaShabbos, Pesach Rishen pushes off Shabbos, Pesach Sheni Deiches HaShabbos, Pesach Rishen Deiches HaTomei, and Pesach Sheni, Deiches HaTome. Pesach Sheni also pushes off Tome. Pesach Rishon, now there's a third detail the Braiser brings. The Pesach Rishon, To'on Lina. By the Pesach Rishon, there's a halacha that you have to sleep over in Yerushalayim, the night that you're eating the carbon Pesach, after you bring the carbon. But Pesach Sheni, also To'on Lina. Pesach Sheni also has to, you have to sleep over the night after you bring your carbon Pesach. So who's the opinion of this Braiser? Deiches HaTumah, this Braise that also says that the Pesach Sheni is Deiches HaTumah, Keman, whose opinion is this? Rabbi Yehuda? This is following Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. So if this Braise is Rabbi Yehuda, or Rabbi Yehuda, Ton, Lina, according to Rabbi Yehuda, this third detail added here in the Braise that you have to sleep over the night that you're eating the carbon Pesach, is that true according to Rabbi Yehuda? But Vatanya, in a different Braise, it says, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Minayin Pesach Sheni, She'ein Ton, Lina. Pesach Sheni, you don't have to sleep over in Yerushalayim. Shanama, because when the Pasuk says this halacha about sleeping over by the Pesach Rishayim, what does it say? Only the following morning should you go back home. And then it says, Six days you eat matzahs. So what do we see from this? Only by the Pesach Rishayim, where you're going to be eating another six day matzahs, Ton lina. On that it says that you have to sleep over the first night by the carbon Pesach. Sheinach alashisha, but the carbon Pesach sheini, where you're not going to be eating matzah another six days, ain't ton lina. You don't have to sleep over after you eat your carbon Pesach sheini. So I see here that Rabbi Yudah clearly holds that there's no halacha of lina regarding Pesach sheini. Says the Gemara, we're going to have to say today tanoi v'aliv de Rabbi Yudah. There's an argument as to what Rabbi Yudah's opinion was. Zok the Mishnah ha Pesach shabab a carbon Pesach, this actually goes back to the Pesach Rishon. So a carbon Pesach that was brought betume in a case where most of the Klal Yisrael was Tmei Meis, and therefore they brought it betume. But the, the heter of Tmei Meis is only Tmei Meis, not all other kinds of people that are Tomei. All these other people that are Tomei for other reasons are not included in this heter to bring the carbon Pesach betome. As Rashi here says, the Pasuk says, Tomei lanefesh. We'll talk about this. Because it says Tomei lanefesh, we know that only a person that's Tomei Meis can eat it by when he's Tomei, but not these other individuals. But, the Mishnah continues, If any of these people that are Tomei ate from it, they will be potter from Kodesh. Rabbi goes a step further, but Rabbi Yezah, Paiter, Af Albias Mikdash. Even for just coming into the base of Mikdash, into the Azara, when you're Tomei, there's usually Kodesh for that. So Rabbi Yezah says, all these individuals that are not allowed to bring the carbon Pesach while they're Tomei, even if they came into the base of Mikdash, they'll also be Potter from Kodesh, Bidiyevet. So the Gemariah brings the source of their opinions. Tanur Rabban, now we learn it in Zovin, Betumah, 
sorry, Zavim, Vizavis, Nidis, Vialis, all these various people that are Tomei, Sha'achlu be Pesach, Shabbat Tomei, that went ahead and did eat from the carbon Pesach while they were Tomei. Yachayyachayav, and I would think they would be Chayav Kodis. So the Pasuk where it talks about eating Kachim while you're Tomei and you get Kodis says as follows Kol Tar Yechol Basar. Only if you tar, eat from the basar of a carbon. Anyone that eats it while you're tamei, so you get karis. So we compare the second half of the pasik to the first half. If it's a carbon that only people that are tahir are eating, like it says in the first part of the pasik, so then you're going to be chayav karis if you eat it while you're tamei. But if the first part of the Pasuk doesn't apply because people that are Tomei are eating it, so then even those individuals that were not supposed to eat it, if they ate it, they won't be Chayav Kodesh. Rabbi Yezah goes a step further. I would think, people that are Zavin pushed their way in, and they entered into the Azara by Pesach, by Korban Pesach, they're being brought by the rest of Klai Yisrael, I would think they would be Chayef Kodes for going into the Azara where they're not supposed to be. Talmud Loima, so the Pasuk says, and you send all these people out of the machna. So it includes three different kinds of tameim together. Tzerua, Zav, and Tomei Lenefesh, which is the people that are Tomei for a mace. So I compare them. Bizman mishtalchim. In a time when the Tmei Mesim are, are, are to be sent out of the Azara, Zavinu Mitzayran mishtalchim. So the Zavinu Mitzayran are also sent out of the Azara. Ain't me mesim mishdalchim by carbon pesach where the tmei mesim are allowed in because tumo chuya b'tzibur and they could be there. So then ain't zavanu mitzeron mishdalchim the zavanu mitzeron are also not sent out and therefore they're not going to be chayev kares. But as Rashi explains, it doesn't mean that the lechatchila are allowed to enter. We still learn out from tumi lenefesh that lechatchila they're not allowed to enter. But from the comparison, we learn out that bidiyavet if they did enter, they're not going to be chayev kares. By Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asked the following question according to Rabbi Yezer. How about, or actually not even according to Rabbi Yezer, according to everybody. Tmei Mesim. So the Tmei Mesim are allowed to enter into the Azara. Usually they're not, but by carbon Pesach, with Tchuya, they're allowed to go into the Azara to bring their carbon Pesach. So how about these Tmei Mesim pushed their way in, V'nichnesu Heichal Pesach. They went into the Heichal Pesach above by a carbon Pesach that was brought Betumah. So their heter was only to enter into the Azara. They're not allowed to go into the Heichal. The Amish says even a Kayan is not allowed to enter into the Azara, into the Heichal that is, for no reason. Just stamp to go inside without any purpose. So there, once you amata them to enter into the Azad, even though they're not allowed, what's going to be the din if they push their way into the Heichel itself? Mahu. Do I say, Once I see the Torah allow them to enter even while they're Tomei into the Azadah, So that means it's allowed for them to enter into even into the Heichel and they won't get caught of that. Once the Torah allows it, they can go all the way even into the Heichel. Or perhaps I should say, no, my de ishtiri ishtiri. What's allowed is allowed to bring the carbon Pesach and the Azara. But my de loy ishtiri, loy ishtiri. What's not allowed is not allowed. And they're not allowed to go into the Heichel. So Rava said, the Pesach says, they should be sent out of the Machna, Min HaMachna, from. So how do we dash in Min HaMachna? I feel a Miktzas Machna, even part of the Machna, meaning that there's the Azara and there's the Heichel, even if it's a case where they're not fully sent out of the Machna of, of, the, of the place where they're usually not allowed to go, they are allowed to go into the Azara, but still, 
part of the Machner they are sent out of. They're not allowed to go into the Heichel. That's how he darshned it. Ikeda Omri, others say the source of Rava was from a different place. Oma Rava, Oma Kra, the Pasuk says, V'yishalchum in Amachne. And then right after that it says, Omichutz Lamachne Teshalchum, send them out from the Machne. And I, and I read these Pesukim as follows. Kol Heicha de Karine Bey, El Michutz Lamachne Teshalchum. That any time I dash in the Pasuk to say that they're sent out of the Machne, meaning including from the Heichal, so then, Karinam Machne. Then I say, Machne, that they're also sent out from the, uh, from Mixas of the Machne, even from the, from the, uh, again, any time where I say that they have to be sent out of the Azara, I also say that they're sent out of the Heichal. But if I don't say that they're sent out of the Azara, then they're not sent out of the Heichel. And therefore, Adarabe, Rava was actually saying, I learned out from these Psukim to be lenient. Once I see that they're not sent out of the Azara, they're also not sent out of the Heichel, and if they go in, they're not Chayev Kodesh for that. But how will it say the Evshe?